Hey everybody, this is Chris from CSSTricks.com with video screencast number 15. Uh, some of you are probably expecting part 4 of the PSD to HTML, the mock-up conversion I was doing. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that in podcast number 16. I just thought uh, there's potentially some of you out there that are kind of bored to tears with that. And I'm going to do something different. So it's just not kind of like a month straight of that. I'm going to do something a little different this time and then return to that where I'm going to show you some of the Photoshop techniques I used in that uh, in that thing. We're going to do that in number 16, though. Today we're going to talk about a Firefox add-on called Firebug. A lot of you might already know, already use Firebug. This really isn't for you. I'm not going to go into a bunch of super detail about all kinds of crazy tips and tricks for Firebug. It's going to kind of be an overview of what it is and why it's so cool for uh, website designers, for CSS people like us, and for developers and JavaScript people too. Um, if you just Google Firebug, you should uh, it should come right up. This is the Mozilla page for it, the plugin page for it. You'll just come up to this page, and you can just click the Add to Firefox button here, and Firefox will take you through the hoopla of installing a plugin and restarting Firefox and all that. I already have it installed, so I'm not going to do that. So I'll be clear here that Firebug is a Firefox extension. So this isn't some Mac-only tool. Sometimes I show some Mac-only tools because I'm a Mac guy. But this is a, a operating system agnostic tool here. It will work on anything that Firefox works on. So, you know, Windows users all the same. Rejoice. The Firefox is for you. <clears throat> Firebug in Firefox is, is for you, too. So what it does is this little, uh, in the bottom right corner, you can see this check mark green circle check mark that is uh, a firebug and it is showing you that this page is all cool there are no major errors on this page no javascript problems no uh, invalid code that type of thing so let's go over to a normal looking website here this is the home page of Flickr for me logged in and we'll just pop open Firebug and see what it looks like. It's this whole bottom pane here of your browser window. Uh, it doesn't show anything now. We need to click on this Inspect button to activate its powers. We'll click on that. And then as I mouse around the page, you can see these, this thick blue border goes around different elements. And it's trying to be helpful and, and and drill down to and explain to me exactly what element I'm clicking on. So let's just get to organize here and we'll click on that and that kind of locks it in. I'm looking at that element. And then come down here on the bottom left is the HTML, the, the markup, the exact specific drilled down markup of the object that I just selected. In that case, it is... <clears throat> It's a it's a an A, it's an anchor element within a span, within a list item, within an unordered list. In fact, in this breadcrumb here, let's see, this whole breadcrumb here is showing me exactly what I have. I have an anchor element within a span, within a list item with an ID of candy nav button, yada yada yada. And it's showing me <clears throat> The markup on the right hand side it's showing me all of the css that specifically has to deal with that element none of the other css just the css that specifically has to do with that element you can see just how cool that really is <clears throat> 
Let's see. That's that's specifically showing me the the active hover focus states for for that thing. But the regular states are down here. Uh, uh, I can even as I roll over colors in Firebug, it'll even show me a swatch of that color. It'll show me different CSS rules that are affecting to it. I can turn on and off these rules. Let's you can see that uh, bold is affecting these menu items. I can just go ahead and click this little off button, and it will remove the CSS. Uh, that bold statement you can see up here, the bold was removed. I can actually not only see the CSS that's affecting this page, but mess with it too and, and play around with it and change stuff. These changes aren't permanent, of course. If I reload the page, they come right back. So it's just a kind of a way to, to target things, play with them, see what c the CSS is, you know, how it's affecting it, what it's doing to things. Uh, let's click a different element just for fun, like uh, these arrows right here. They are a part of an H3 tag, so we can see that the color affecting it is is this pink. The the font size is 18 pixels because a, a normal font weight. Oh, that seems weird. Why would I have to declare a normal font weight? Well, let's just turn it off and see. Oh, it's because they're because H3 is default to bold. They they don't want bold. They wanted to just be normal. So. That's what's going on there. And it has a margin bottom of 10 pixels. I can click right into these fields, just click once on these fields, and edit it. I could make it 20 if I wanted to, and just in pixels, and just hit tab. And you see it, it spaced them out. It, it affects things live right on the page. Now I, don't, I don't even have to type in here. One of my favorite things about Firebug is that I don't have to type, especially with, with pixel values like this, I can just just move my, the arrow keys on my keyboard up and down, and it'll just fine-tune, move them pixel by pixel. So it's one of my favorite things to use it for is like absolute positioning and stuff like that. I can just, <clears throat> when I'm in my CSS, just uh, uh, type in something. So I'm trying to absolute position something, let's say, and and I just give it a top and left value of zero, forget it for now, and I'll jump over into Firebug, you know, select select the item, see its absolute positioning, and then just arrow key tap it right to where I want, and then jot down on a piece of paper what those values were and come back in my CSS. Just a pixel-perfect, accurate way of handling positioning. So that's really cool. Another cool thing that Firebug does, besides you know showing you the markup and showing you the CSS, is showing you the layout of that object you have selected. So let's hit inspect and come up here and grab this gray box, which is showing us in the markup area here that is a div with a class of home box, and it'll show us some of the the CSS associated with that. And of course, I can do uh, the same things I could I did with the other. Thing and, and change values and stuff, but I can also click onto this layout tab and it will show me all kinds of, of, of how the browser has decided to render this box. And it's showing me that the, the width of this box is 308 pixels tall by, or wide by 99 pixels tall. And, and, and a lot of times that might be specifically declared in the CSS that my div with a class of home box is I want this width and this height, but likely it's not. And we can see by clicking over in the style tab, there's no specific height and width set here. But but this layout tab is showing a width and height. It's showing what the browser has calculated that width to be. And so that can be really valuable to know exactly what your what your browser has decided the width of this thing is to be. Like in a fluid width site, this you know Flickr isn't, but 
<clears throat> these numbers would be changing because of the size of that box might be fluid width, and it's just showing me exact pixel, pixel values of it. Not only that, but the, the padding and the border and the margin, the offset, all this, all this valuable information right here in the layout, I think that's really cool. And it also shows me the DOM for that particular element. And the DOM is, is <clears throat> oh, wow, Firefox died on me. Let me pop that back open and get back to it. So normally I might edit something like that out, but I think I'll leave it in. I really, really doubt that that was Firebug's fault. There was probably something else going on on my computer. But who knows, if you have Firebug crashing problems on your thing, let me know. We can kind of compare notes on that. That was pretty weird. So, and then as I restarted, I told Firefox to uh, uh, restore my session, which fired some weird fire, you know, when there's a JavaScript error on a page, this is a... Uh, this is Firebug's way of telling you that there's an error on the page, and you can click it and open Firebug and see what that error was. I think that was localized to Firefox. If I reload the page, that'll go away. Anyway, what I was about to talk about, though, is we're going to inspect this box and then check out the DOM for that box. And the DOM is like like that all kinds of information about a page element that um, that just comes along with HTML and CSS, stuff like the inner HTML that you can change and, and the ID and just there's 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 tons of stuff in the DOM which is of interest to JavaScript programmers for for altering this type of stuff so it's nice to be able to see all that stuff also of interest to JavaScript programmers is this console part of firebug I think I think there you know you could talk to a lot of JavaScript programmers that would swear by this thing it's so cool unfortunately I don't have a really good example all prepared for it but basically you can put these little statements in your JavaScript that just say console.log and then you can put some text in there or output variables and stuff so let's say you had like a click event in your JavaScript you could put a console.log statement right after that click event that says this was clicked and I'll put some values or something so you you know and then when you click on the page in this in this console area down here that message will pop up so you can see that that event successfully took place so you can put these little console.log statements all through your code and 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 see you know if it doesn't make it to a certain area you won't see that console.log statement come up and it can help you troubleshoot but it's a really valuable thing for JavaScript programmers so the whole point of this, the whole reason I'm trying to show you Firebug is because it's just such a powerful tool for inspecting what's going on on your page and, tr and troubleshooting and figuring something out. If you're having a problem with layout or something on your page, step one, open Firebug, inspect the elements, check it out, see what's going on, adjust values, see if you can fix it in Firebug, then jump back to your CSS and fix it. So... Uh, this isn't going to help you in Internet Explorer, unfortunately. Your, maybe your page is rendering just fine in Firefox, but it looks awful in IE. It's not going to help you with that per se, but it might. You know, you could you can still open it up in Firefox and and look at the element that's that's right in in Firefox, and then see if there's some things affecting it that look like they would be troublesome in IE. So it can kind of help. I mean, it's not the cure all for fixing IE problems, but it can help there as well. So. It's just, it's definitely the go-to tool for fixing CSS problems. Uh, it's just better than any other tool I know of in that way. So definitely Google Firebug, install it, check it out. You will not regret it. 
And as always, you can go to css-tricks.com for more tips and tricks and articles throughout the week uh, on more CSS-related stuff. If Firebug isn't helping you and you can't and you still have a problem with something or need some troubleshooting, you can always check out our forums area where there's lots of helpful people always helping people troubleshoot stuff. Uh, special thanks out to all you guys who are active in the forums. That really means a lot to me, and I think this is really becoming a valuable resource for people. And as always, again, you our awesome sponsor is PSD to HTML, who does just what their name says they does. You send them Photoshop files, and they send you back a valid XHTML and CSS website. They do a great job. They do it fast, eight hours. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty sweet. I've said before, I've used them myself. They, their, their coding is absolutely up to my standards. It's slick. It's standards compliant. It works in all browsers. It's, uh, it's the way to go for, for converting your mockups fast. If you don't have the time to do it yourself or are still just learning, it can be a good way to learn too. Ship them off your PSD, send it back and take a look, see what they did, see how they did it, and it'll help you learn too. So, and it's not just static web pages like the stuff we've kind of been building lately. If you need, uh, WordPress or a blogger template or an e-commerce thing or something, I'm actually thinking about doing it, uh, having them do a Drupal template for me because uh, I've worked with Drupal a little bit, but not, not enough to, you know, be a genius at it like I should be and, uh, I think that would be kind of valuable to ship them off a of design, see how it come back, see how it comes back, see what they did that's specific to Drupal. That would be cool. So definitely check out PSD to HTML. Until next time, see you later. Bye.